Know what to eat, but find yourself not eating it. Perhaps you've been on diets and off again, and just wonder why you can't stick to them. The Eating For You podcast, hosted by me, Sally Ann Pisk, will show you what's been missing so you can enjoy a healthier way of eating that lasts. Hi, Sally Ann with you today. As the summer holidays are upon us, I thought some food trips for travelling might be of help. Planning is key here. When travelling by car, take some food and drinks along in a small esky, such as water in your reusable BPA and plastic-free bottle. I take the following snacks in my esky. In fact, I've had some of these on my recent road trip, which I will share more about later. Fresh fruit, fruit salad or poached fruit, and I like to store my food in reused 250ml glass jars. Whole grain breakfast cereal with yogurt and nuts is also a very satisfying snack when you're traveling. Pre-packed portions of nuts and seeds are always a welcome on your road trip as well. Cheese or hummus with carrot and cucumber sliced into sticks or with wholemeal rice or whole grain crackers. In summer, I sometimes take salad greens with tofu or chickpeas, but you can also add canned beans or fish, cooked meats, nuts, seeds, and even fresh fruit. My homemade dressing is usually a combination of oil and vinegar or citrus fruits. In cooler weather, I take a thermos flask of soup. I also travel with my tea caddy. I cannot travel without my chai. Healthier takeaway options are fresh salad sandwiches or toasted sandwiches, a kebab, fresh chicken roll or steak sandwich. When they're packed with salad, provide a well-balanced meal too. For drinks, I suggest keeping with water. Hydration is key for comfort and health and both warm and cool air conditions can be dehydrating. Having planned stops for your travel are really essential so you can get out and stretch and maybe even take a short walk. A stop every two hours is recommended to reduce fatigue and the risk of car accidents. On my road trips to family in Shepparton, I stop in Goulburn, Gundagai, South Albury. Each town has something different to offer. In Goulburn, I usually top up my chai. Gundagai is usually a longer stop as there is an Oliver's restaurant where I can get a fresh salad or fruit salad. I also love taking a walk and sitting in the park near the dog on the tucker box. This is a monument to dogs who accompanied the Bullock teams. The legend of the dog on the tucker box goes back to the 1850s and its origins are with the early pioneers of the Australian bush. There are a couple of poems about the dog as well. For those listening who are not familiar with New South Wales, Gundagai is a bit under a two-hour drive from Albury, which is on the border of northeastern Victoria. My stop at South Albury is usually a quick one as I feel like I'm getting so close to Shepparton. I actually made this trip just over a week ago and I will be making my way back home again as this podcast goes to air. Planning your stops will make your road trip much more enjoyable for both you and your passengers. Of course, if you can swap drivers every two hours, that is even better. Air conditioning, especially during flights, is quite dehydrating, so your water bottle is a must. 
On longer flights, you might want to take some travel snacks too. I often take nuts, a protein bar, and my own selection of teas, of course, including chai. I have also found it a good idea to take additional water, as water might be limited on the flight. Safe water is essential, especially overseas. In countries where the water supply is not treated, and that's most developing countries, water needs to be boiled for three minutes or treated with a UV device such as a SteriPen or iodine before drinking. Bottled water is also an option, but not an environmentally friendly one. Safe food is also essential within your own country and overseas as well. To lower your risk of bacterial infections, avoid moist high protein foods such as chicken, fish, meats, eggs, rice, that have been kept at room temperature or the outside temperature in the case of roadside stalls and outdoor restaurants. If food is meant to be hot, look for the steam rising from it. Likewise, if the food is meant to be eaten cold, make sure it has just come out of the refrigerator before serving. A general food safety rule in Asian countries is to avoid eating raw fruits and vegetables as they may have been rinsed with contaminated water. Be vigilant with your hand washing and take notice of the hand hygiene of the people preparing your food and also the cleanliness of the kitchen and eating areas. Water-free hand wash is now an essential part of our travel kits. I hope these tips have been of use and if you are interested in more food information and tips and guidance about changing eating habits for good, then take a look at the Eating For You book. Wishing you a mindful day ahead and safe travels during the festive season. I look forward to sharing time with you again next week. You have been listening to the Eating For You podcast with Sally-Ann Pisk. If you're looking for a resource to guide you in a lifelong way of eating, then take a look at the Eating For You book. I have included the link to the book in this episode's notes.